peace and blessings. Welcome back to my podcast. This is Bossy and I feel fantastic. And from this place of great feeling, I wanted to record a quick episode for you. And before I get into the things that I wanted to say, I just want to remind you that if you are feeling down, one of the best things you can do for yourself is some aromatherapy. And it doesn't even have to be restricted to like your essential oils and your um, diffuser. It can be scented candles, like I have a sugared lemon zest candle going, or it can be some Nag Champa incense. It can be bubble bath, bath salts, bath bombs, and sugar scrubs, you know, just your favorite perfumes. Get yourself some good scent, scents going, because let me tell you, good scents help you have good scents, amen? Okay, let me tell you something. Putting on some good scents in the house can really turn the energy. I always say that scent aromatherapy, that's air magic. That's air magic. I think it's the olfactory system that is tapping into, but that is air magic, baby. That scent, you know, just literally changing the atmosphere, literally changing the air. That is something that can really help improve your mood and put you in a better frame of mind. Okay. So I want to say that before I get into what I want to say. Here's what I came on to say. I've been reading a book. I recommended it um, on one of our recent live calls. Um, for my students and you can become one of my students when you subscribe to the Bruja's app. Bruja's app is available in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. Feel free to join us at any time. Um, but I was speaking with one of the girls um, on the call. She asked something and whatever she asked, I don't even remember what it was, led me to suggest a book by Dr. Helmsetter, I believe is his last name. And the book is called what to say when you talk to yourself, what to say when you talk to yourself. Okay. I believe his first name is Shad, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And in this book, what to say when you talk to yourself, author, Dr. Shad Helms, Better, okay? What to say when you talk to yourself? This is so important. One of the things that he gives us right in the beginning of this book is the results of a poll that was done so many years ago. But what he says is, according to this poll, by the age 18, you have heard no or some variation of no and or what you can't do. No, don't do that. Don't go over there. Don't work. Don't talk like that. Don't act like that. Don't wear that. Stand up straight. Da, 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 da. Nagging. Okay. You have heard some variation of no and or what you cannot do 148,000 times. And that is if you grew up in a relatively healthy and positive environment. Now, if you had parents who were actually trying, okay, some new age parents on that hippy dippy shit, then the number can get as low as is 100,000 no's. Some people say as little as 50,000. But you and I both know that many of us grew up in environments that were more negative than anybody could ever want or need. <laughs> okay. We, uh, some of us grew up in really terrible environments. 
so terrible that you can remember so many of the no's and what you can't do. You can remember vividly experiences of a, a an adult, a teacher, a trusted loved one, even your friends telling you what you can't do, telling you what you're not capable of. But very few people can remember instances More than half a dozen instances of somebody encouraging you and telling you how great you are and how wonderful you are at something and what you're capable of and what you can do. Think about it. Can you remember six times in your life where somebody convincingly told you what you can do, what you are capable of, someone giving you a yes, someone telling you to go after it, go for it, go get them, you know, can you? So I had to sit down on the microphone this morning while I'm feeling so good. J-Lo just came out with a new musical kind of situation. It's like a musical extended music video sort of situation. And I'm in love with it. I love J-Lo. My favorite album by J-Lo is This Is Me Then. Um... And it's the one where she was super in love with her current husband. I literally forget that man's name. Um, The one who played Batman. Um, (laughs) Y'all are probably screaming his name at the the headphones, like like at the radio. Girl, I don't know that man's name. That white man, you know, the one he's he's in a lot of funny um, memes right now. He's always smoking a cigarette and drinking coffee. We don't drink coffee. Uh, Starbucks right now I'm not drinking Starbucks I'm not supporting Starbucks I won't even buy one of their little vanilla frappuccinos from the gas station which is my favorite little treat my favorite little guilty pleasure some of y'all are probably drinking that shit right now okay they they support this shit that we don't support okay they you know they were penalizing their employees who were supporting Palestine so yeah, no, no Starbucks. Okay. Anyways, so he's always in some type of, let me just look it up. Cause I know y'all are probably so annoyed with me cause I don't know JLo's husband, but it's when she was super in love with him in my head. His name is like Brad, but I don't think that's really his name. Ben Affleck. I got the B right. <laughs> Ben Affleck. Okay, so this is when she was in love with him. And she had this beautiful album. And I love that album. It's the one that um, Jenny from the Block is on. And this is me now. Is it this is no, this is me then. So this is me then came out in 2002. I was halfway through high school. No, I just I was just starting high school and I fucking love this album. I have it on vinyl right now. I think I also have it on CD. It's one of my favorite. Like you have to look it up. But like the what we would call the cover art or the album art was extraordinary. She did a gorgeous photo shoot. It was so like luxurious. So mobster's wife. So rich looking. Really, really loved it. So New York, old New York. And I absolutely loved that album. And now she has some type of like a visual album, kind of Beyonce style visual, visual album, or maybe I should say Michael Jackson style. That's where we get that from, right? Those elong, elongated, those really long um, um, storytelling, you know, bringing in actors, people have actual lines kind of situation. Anyways. 
So now she has this thing and it came out today and I'm watching it and I love it. And I'm not going to say anything else about it because I don't want to give anything away. If you're a JLo fan, hey girl, hey. Um, you know, I loved the incorporation of folklore and I'm not going to say anything about it. I don't want to. I, I want you to just like watch it and, and have your first time watching experience like I am. So I'm not going to say anything. I hate people who mess up the movie. Anyways. So I'm watching that today and I'm feeling really good. And I'm reading this book by Dr. Helmstetter and I'm loving that. And I'm coming back to a place in my life. And I'm coming back to a place in my life where I am remembering something really, really important. Something integral to our development, to our magic, to our manifestations. And it is belief it's belief that's why I had to sit down and talk to you right now I taught for the last two years at the Buku Hoodoo Fest they have an um early um registration that just opened okay so if you're coming to Buku Hoodoo Fest please go ahead and, and check that out I'm not sure if I'm teaching I haven't received an invitation but I am really excited about it and I love the work that they do for the last two years, I've taught at Buku Hudu Fest. And one of the things that I said totally in the moment, on a whim, just came to me right now in one of my classes is that belief doesn't really matter that much. Belief doesn't matter that much. Here's what I mean. You don't have to believe it in order to start programming your mind for it. You don't have to start out with such a huge belief in the thing. Because beliefs can be manufactured. Beliefs can be created. You can train yourself to believe something through repetition, through getting yourself to do the thing, through action. You can create a belief. You can choose your beliefs. And I say that a lot. And I think that sometimes will go over people's heads because who the fuck says that? You can choose your beliefs. People think that what they believe is true. That's not necessarily the case. Some of the things you believe most are not true at all. Some of the things you believe most are nothing but myth. Some things that you believe are so willing to lose relationships over, some people are willing to lose lives over or to end lives over, are fallacy. Some of the things, some of the beliefs that you hold nearest and dearest to your heart are not even beliefs you chose. <laughs> How many of you are still clinging to the beliefs that were given to you at birth? Somebody, somebody gave you these, you understand? So let me tell you something about beliefs that I love. Beliefs can be created. They can be accepted. They can be chosen. They can be given, passed on, passed down. And we really need to start looking at our beliefs and figuring out if the beliefs that we are accepting for ourselves are useful to us. Are they producing the outcomes that we desire for ourselves? Or are we walking around at half mass, half versions of ourselves, hating ourselves, loathing ourselves for our natural desires, our natural inclinations, our natural self, who we are on the inside. Are we hating ourselves because some of some belief that we were given force fed from your earliest years you're in when your brain is being developed? OK, your brain is developing and this shit is being woven into your mind, into your brain. Are we hating ourselves because some belief that we didn't even choose for ourselves is telling us 
something is wrong with us. Beliefs can be chosen. They can be created. They can be manufactured. Your brain will accept whatever you tell it most. And that thing you keep thinking and talking will become a belief. Dr. Helmstetter says that repetition is a convincing argument. All these people keep saying the same thing over and over and over and over, over and over and weapons of mass destruction over and over and over and over again. You come to believe it. Repetition is a convincing argument when the fact and the truth is that you can do anything. You are a success mechanism. You are a limitless being with endless potential and a limitless, endless, eternal, infinite future. You can do whatever you want. How do you get yourself to do whatever you want, though, is the question. It's in how you talk to yourself. It's how you communicate to your own body, heart, brain. It is how you talk to yourself, how you communicate to yourself, how you give yourself the new instructions and the new, the new ideas and the new objectives. It's you telling yourself, we are smokeless. We don't smoke. I'm not a smoker. I'm smoke free. I don't need nicotine, right? Those are denials. Affirmations would be, my lungs are healthy. I breathe deeply. I'm calm all on my own. I can achieve calmness through deep breathing. I rely on my breath. My breath is long and deep and healthy. My breath is God's breath. My breath is sweet. You understand? I'm healthy. I'm free. The only thing I depend on is my spirit. Life is amazing, expansive. I am in control of myself. I'm poised. This fruit of the spirit self-control is real, alive, and strong in me. Okay? You understand? You give yourself new instructions. You get as calm, as relaxed as you can get. And you give yourself the new instructions. You overwrite the old ones. And you remind yourself that these people, these people have lied to you. And sometimes they did it on purpose and sometimes they didn't. Doesn't really matter. A lie is a lie. They told you what you can't do, what you're not capable of, what you don't have a talent for. Lies. Skills can be developed. If you have an interest in something, you owe it to yourself to pursue that interest. You owe it to yourself to pursue that interest, to see what it has for you. Why is this thing catching your eye again and again and again? Look into it. You owe that to yourself. You don't have to keep holding yourself back because generations of your people have held themselves back. You have an extraordinary advantage when you look into the lives of your ancestors and the people, your elders, and you see what is it that has produced these specific outcomes? What has worked for them in terms of love and marriage? People love to ask old people like, how have y'all been married this long, right? But how about health? One of my best friends, current best friends, he asked his grandma, how have you lived so long? Like, tell me that. I'm trying to get some longevity, stay youthful, keep my mind sharp. She writes her life down every day. Got a perfect memory. When he talks about her, I'm like, sounds like an eidetic memory to me. Sounds like she has an eidetic memory. OK, 
okay? To me. She write it down. She remembers. She's 106, bro. She got more than a fucking century. You want to look into the lives of your elders and your ancestors and figure out what things worked and what things did not work. This is the incredible advantage you have not to keep doing the same old. It's Aquarius season, baby. We innovating over here. We're thinking oddly. We're thinking differently. We're turning the thing on its side, getting a different new perspective on the thing. What about this works? What about this does not work? What needs to be changed? What needs to be upgraded? What needs to be a rearranged, right? You have these ideas and these thoughts about yourself and your mind. Which one of these thoughts do we need to replace an upgrade? Look at your life and it will tell you what you believe about yourself. Listen to your conversation. Listen to yourself in conversation. Listen to yourself and it will tell you what it is you believe about yourself. I want you to start changing shit right there on the spot. Hold up. Cancel, erase, delete. Purify. This is the new belief. This is the new idea. This is the new narrative. This is the new story. This is who I am now. The past is the past, honey. Your future is infinite. From this moment forward, you can create whatever it is you desire to create for yourself. And you don't have to wait for anybody else to give you the belief, to approve, to validate it. This ain't no damn parking garage. Okay, I don't need you to validate my shit. Bitch. Okay. For a lot of people, seeing is believing anyways. They got to see that shit first. So give them something to see then. Shit. Stop telling people your business. Talk to yourself. This is what I believe now because whatever it is that you believe, whatever it is that you believing is just, I'm choosing this. I'm thinking it again and again and again. I'm communicating this thing to myself. I am loved. I am love. I am lovable. I'm loving. Right? You give yourself these instructions. That's all a belief is. Don't make it, don't make it more complicated than that. It's a thought you keep thinking. Right? Abraham Hicks is that. Whatever instructions you give to your body, mind, brain, your body, brain, heart, okay, it will perform, it will act it out, it will create it, period. It will find the way, it will. That's, that's its only job and it always does its job, okay? 100% of the time on the fucking job. I'm gonna live a long fruitful life I will continue to thrive and flourish I will cause other people to thrive and flourish I will be the reason that people finally start believing in themselves I will be the one that reminds them that the absolute power in existence is right there animating every cell in their bodies it's always accessible always present always available to them and is ready to change the t- turn the tides and to change their lives right now for the absolute betterment of themselves and everyone connected to them. I will be the reason that people start praying again. Like, oh shit, I can leave a specific, you know, religion or a specific collection of, of, of mythos, but I don't have to leave my practices. I can continue praying. I can continue cleansing myself in a certain way, covering in a certain way. I can, can I can keep my practices. I don't have to believe it's us against them. I don't have to believe that God hates these people. I don't have to believe that God hates me for who I love and how I am. I don't have to believe that shit. I don't have to keep 
feeding and serving my body, brain, mind, my body, brain, mind, heart, this lie. I don't have to do that. And I will not. Okay. Last thing I want to say is I heard this from one of my hypnotists and I love it because y'all know I well maybe y'all don't know I tell the students I am obsessed with hypnosis right now if you cannot tell um and one of the things I had heard from the hypnotist a woman she said she's a Aussie woman actually from Australia she said the brain is like a muscle and sometimes you have to give it some new information to work with You have to give it some new inputs and you have to upgrade your ideas. That's all it is. Nothing is wrong for you for believing what you've believed. Nothing is bad about you believing what you believed in the past. But sometimes we just need an upgrade because there are better beliefs and better ideas and better instructions, better objectives, better ways of doing things that will make you more effective, make you happier and make you live the life that you actually desire to live. Without all the struggle and the self-loathing and all the bullshit. Okay. So that's all I wanted to say today. I love you. I'm about to go in the sauna. We'll talk soon.